Hey, welcome to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for interacting, asking questions, passing the podcast on to family or friends or co-workers or people in your sphere of influence. And thank you for those that are able to uh, donate. So, so grateful. Uh, again, you can go to the website for all the podcasts, all the messages, uh, tomoleary.org, T-H-O-M-O-L-E-A-R-Y.org. Get all the messages there. And if you're able to to donate, that's just beautiful. Thank you so, so much. Hey, today we're talking about when you're feeling lost, and we've all been there, uh, somehow, some way, we just don't feel like we have the direction that we need. And we're wondering, where is God leading? Where am I supposed to turn to? Uh, you know, who am I supposed to turn to? And, and so we want to really break this down. You know, not too long ago, I was driving home and I was talking to my wife, Sherry, uh, hands-free, of course, uh, while driving. And we were just talking and talking. And I'm, you know, yeah, I'm on my way home. And and because we were talking, I somehow missed my turn. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, uh, Sherry, I'm on like a country road and I don't know where I am. <laughs> and she's like, I thought you were coming home. I go, well, I'm trying to get home. And so I end up uh, going, okay, I got to get off and do a GPS and make sure I even have a signal. You know, I'm out in the the boonies here. And so I hang up and I do the GPS and, and sure enough, it, it, it got me home. It got me. I didn't know where I was, but I, I in fact did get home and and man, when you're feeling lost, it's like, I just want to get back home. <laughs> I just want to get back where I need to be. And, uh, you know, there is a beautiful, beautiful verse that I'm going to read to you here. It's a powerful one. It's a popular one. It's from the Old Testament. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And so here you have God saying, I already got the plan. We need to know that there's already a plan. So when you're feeling lost, you can come back to, but wait, there's a plan. There's a really funny movie uh, came out like in 2000, a long time ago, with uh, Owen Williams and uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Shanghai Noon. And, you know, it's toward the end of the movie and the bad guys are coming after him to take him out. And and in this moment, Jackie turns to Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan says, what's the plan? And Owen Wilson kind of reflects and goes, um you know, to find a nice gal and settle down, have a few kids. <laughs> Jackie Chan's like, not that plan. <laughs> the plan to save our lives right now. And I always thought that was kind of funny, but I have a little bit of a warped sense of humor. Anyway, uh, you know, what is the plan? Well, guess what? Jeremiah twenty nine eleven already tells us there's a plan and it's a good plan. That God's heart is to prosper you, to make sure you do not get harmed. He doesn't want to see you harmed. His plan is to give you hope. Uh, 
His plan is that you would know that you know that you know that you have a future. And see, when you're feeling lost, you don't feel like you have a future because you don't know where to turn to. You're wondering what's out there. But God is saying, I already have a plan. So, there are three things that you and I need when we are feeling lost. Now, let me give you another powerful verse out of the New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. 13, 13. My favorite number is 13. That was my number in all my sports, football, basketball, baseball throughout the years. It was number 13. It was kind of a family thing. My two older brothers wore 13 and my sister wore 13 and, and I'm the youngest of four. And so, you know, O'Leary's wore 13. So here we go. First Corinthians 13, 13. And now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Listen, you and I need three things when we are feeling lost. We are going to need faith. We are going to need hope. And we are going to need love. And according to God's word, that love is the greatest one of all. They all matter. They're all super, super important. But love just trumps everything. So here we go. Let's get on that track of faith, hope, and love. And so 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19 has a little insight into about keeping the faith. And that's number one. We got to keep the faith. And it says in 1 Timothy 1 19, keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. I don't know if you've ever heard that that phrase, but you know, I don't want to shipwreck my faith. And it comes from 1 Timothy 1:19. And so here in this scripture it's saying you got to keep the faith, and if you don't keep the faith and you reject it like some people do, you're going to you're going to shipwreck your life is what it's saying. And so we either keep the faith or we shipwreck our faith. And so how then do we overcome and have this faith? Well, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. I'm going to give you these little gold nuggets of scripture to help us here. 1 John 5, 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. How do you overcome the world? Your faith. How do you overcome the obstacles in your life? Your faith. How are you going to move those mountains that are in front of you? Your faith. How are you going to get through this season when you're feeling lost? Your faith. you got to keep the faith. That's so critical. Because if you don't, you're going to shipwreck. And that means you're drowning. And we don't want to do that. So we got to, number one, keep the faith. I was meeting with a friend just this week. And uh, really uh, beautiful time and just real uh, real and raw and transparent. And and he's going through a rough patch. And, and we were just having that talk about, you know, he and he told me, he says, you know, I got to be either all the way in 
or all the way out. And he goes, I've done it all the way out. And it, it, it's not good. And it, it really leads to a lot of bad places. And so I'm all the way in. And I thought, man, I love that. I love that. That's keeping the faith that I'm all the way in. And the way I like to explain it, it's, it's like an elevator. Uh, there, there's no in between. <laughs> you, you're not halfway in an elevator and halfway out. I mean, you're either in the elevator and it's going up or you didn't make it and you're not on the elevator. You're either all the way in or all the way out. And, and so in this case, let's get all the way in. And my friend was talking about, you know, all the way in with the Lord. I'm all the way in. So number one, we got to keep the faith. Okay, number two, stir the hope. That's number two. Number one, keep the faith. Number two, stir the hope. Hebrews 6 verse 19 tells us that hope is the anchor to our soul. Ooh, I like that. It's kind of mystical. It's kind of poetical. It's kind of just uh, dripping with good stuff there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hebrews 6, 19. Hope is like an anchor to the soul. Your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, your mind, what you think about, your will, the decisions you make, mind, will, and your emotions, your emotional makeup. That makes up your soul. When you see in the Bible and it says soul, it's talking about your mind, will, and emotions. And so, Think of that hope is the anchor to your thoughts. Well, it'll, it'll anchor them down so you're not chaotic and blown all the way around. Or with your decisions that you're making, that hope will be that anchor and, and make the right decisions. You know, when the storms are blowing and, and you know, that anchor is going to hold you down, we're going to get through this storm. And, and then even your emotions, God cares about your emotions. That's why he wants you to have the fruit of the Spirit, of joy, of peace. Those are beautiful emotions. And God wants you to have that. He wants you to experience that. And so we, the hope is what gets us there. It, it, it anchors it down. And so sometimes we have to stir hope. We have to stir hope within us. Let me share a little passage out of the Old Testament from uh, the prophet Isaiah. And in the book of Isaiah, chapter 35, verse 4, I love this. It says, Tell everyone who is discouraged, be strong and don't be afraid. God is coming to your rescue. Wow, what an encouraging scripture. Maybe you're discouraged today. I'm telling you what, you know what God says to you? He says you can be strong and you don't have to be afraid. Because why? I'm coming to your rescue. And see, that's our hope. Our hope is in that the lifeguard is on his way. That, you know, the big JC, Jesus Christ, he's your ultimate savior. He's your ultimate lifeguard. And he is on the way. And when it says be strong, that means you're receiving God's strength. It's this kind of 
like passive voice of not like, hey, white knuckle it and just, you know, pull up your bootstraps and get strong. Okay. You know, no, it's not saying that. It's saying you're, re- you're on the receiving end of it. Being strong is the strength comes from the Lord and you're receiving it in that way. And then that allows you to receive his strength and being strong in him. And so that the fears can melt away. And it's because our hope is that God is on the move. God is on the way. God is coming to your rescue, as Isaiah 35, 4 says. So a lot of times we got to stir hope. I love how the psalmist will look at his soul and go, why so downcast within me, soul? Come on, put your hope in God. And, and, you know, he's giving himself a good old-fashioned positive pep talk. And sometimes we've got to go there. That's stirring hope. And so you, you're hoping in the Lord. You know that he's, he's on his way. He's, he's coming to rescue you. And your hope is in that. And, and we, hope is vital, vital to make it through when you are feeling lost. So I'm telling you what, when you're feeling lost, that is the time to keep the faith. Don't throw away the faith. Keep the faith. Number one. Number two, that you got to stir the hope. Get it going in you because God is coming to your rescue. It's so, so important to stir hope. One of my daughters is uh, on her third pregnancy, having her third child, and there was a little complication and all of a sudden, in me and my wife Sherry, it, it stirred up some fears because with her first pregnancy, there was a massive complication and she was helicoptered uh, eight months pregnant to Stanford Hospital in getting me getting the call at like 10 p.m. at night. I'm telling you what, that wasn't a warm, fuzzy moment. And you know, praise God, she got to the hospital safely and then was there for like over a month, actually had her first baby, little Levi there. Uh, and um, and today, Levi's a beautiful, happy uh, go-getter, <laughs> four years old. And, and, and But, you know, you go through that first experience. So then she had a, a second beautiful little child, little girl, beautiful Emmeline. And uh, super normal pregnancy, healthy. Well, now with the third, there was this little complication. So all of a sudden, those fears start to jump up inside of me. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. No, 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 no. You know, yeah, there was a complication on the first one. And it was a big one. It was a challenge. But God saw them through. My hope is in God. And so, God, you're going to see my daughter through this complication. Yes, you are. And, and, and that's the hope. We're stirring hope. We're stirring hope. And, and in that place, when you're feeling lost, that's what you, that's your go-to. You're keeping the faith. That's, that's check, check. And then you're stirring the hope. And then this is where we got to land because according to God, it's the greatest one of all is to receive the love. That's number three. Receive the love. Now I'm going to read you a passage from Romans chapter 8. And I have to go back to this many, many times. When people are going through really, really rough times, this is my go-to verse. Romans 8, verse 38 and 39. It says, 
For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now here, Apostle Paul pins this uh, to the church in Rome. And so we have Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39 here. And it's so powerful to know that nothing can separate you from God's love that's found in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so what he does here is he has six categories. And the six categories, let me go back over these six categories found in Romans 8, verse 38 and 39 about receiving God's love. So the first category is death nor life. So what that means, if you die, you're in God's love. Can't be separated from it in Jesus Christ. Uh, If you're living, uh, you know what? You're living, every heart beats a gift, every breath is a gift, and nothing can separate you uh, from God's love that's in Christ. Uh, Then he goes to a second category. He says, uh, neither angels nor demons. So you got angels fighting for you. You got demons or demonic forces that the Bible talks about fighting against you, trying to take you down, or as scripture says, devour you. You have an enemy of your soul. But that spiritual battle, it can't separate you from God's love. And you, you got to know that and you got to receive that. And I know it can be tough, but you got to receive it. Then he goes to a third category and says, neither present nor the future. So break that down. You know, whatever you're going through right now, whatever the future holds, and you know the saying, you know, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. It's not so cliche. It really is true. God has you down. He has your future. Remember where we started, Jeremiah 29, 11. He's, he's going to give you a hope and, and a future, and the future's good. So <clears throat> that's that third category So of, of time, really, um, present or future. Uh, the fourth category is any powers. And again, I think that could be physical or spiritual. Uh, you know, any, any authorities, any government, any powers, uh, you know, maybe, you know, even powers in employment where you work, uh, you know, different authorities that are over you possibly. And then certainly could mean spiritual powers. Uh, again, coming back to, you know, there's God's spiritual power and we need that and by the Holy Spirit and and then there's an evil uh, you know Ephesians 6 talks about the the powers and principalities of of the dark world and it can be very evil but guess what that can't separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus he then goes to a fifth category and says neither height nor depth so I kind of take that as the highs and the lows uh, there's a scripture about knowing, you know, how high 
and how wide and how long and how deep the love of Christ is. So kind of like experiencing it at every realm and, you know, and in, in this height or depth, I think it could mean in the highs of life and in the lows of life. Uh, speaking of like when I'm doing really good and I'm on top, uh, it's, I'm on at the height, you know, or when you're going through the valley of the shadow of death that Psalm 23 talks about, you know, that's a low point. That's a depth that in nothing can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Okay. I think you're getting it. <laughs> Here we go. And then the sixth category, nothing, uh, nor anything else in all creation. So anything in this universe, you know, not just the earth, but the entire universe. And scripture says that Jesus is holding the entire universe together. And my friend, if he can hold the whole universe together, he can hold your life together. And nothing can rip you apart from God's love that's in Christ Jesus. Nothing can take you away from it. Nothing can separate it. And we need to just know that and we need to receive that. So let me come back to our opening verses of 1 Corinthians 13, 13, my favorite number, 13, and Jeremiah 29, 11. So let's say we started with 1 Corinthians 13 and said, okay, these three remain, meaning when you boil it down, when you boil it down, this is what we need, especially when we're feeling lost, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Okay, now, Let's say you are just, you know, you're full of faith, you're full of hope, you're full of love, and now you approach Jeremiah 29, 11 with this faith, hope, and love. God says to you, for I know the plans I have for you. Well, because of your faith, you're believing that. Because of your hope, you're, you're, you're knowing it's true. And because of your love, you're receiving it. And then the Lord goes on to say, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So you're like, okay, I believe that he really wants to prosper me. I believe that he really doesn't want to harm me, doesn't want me to be harmed. And then I believe that he has this hope and future for me. So you go there in heart and mind, and that's what we have to do when you're feeling lost. And I know it can, it can be a, a sad time. It can feel like a lonely time when you're feeling lost. But that's why we're going to practice these three things pulled out of God's Word, out of Scripture, out of the Bible here. And, and so let me recap them. Okay, here we go. Number one, keep the faith. You're going to either keep it or shipwreck it. You're either all the way in or all the way out, like the elevator. So keep the faith. Let's stay on track. Number one, keep the faith. Number two, stir the hope, the hope within you, the hope of Christ. Sturdy. Let that hope be an anchor to your soul, Hebrews 6, 19. And, and just remember, remind yourself of God's faithfulness. Remind yourself when God came through, count those blessings, name them one by one, stir the hope within you, stir the hope. And then finally, number three, receive the love. 
receive the love. God's word says that he has loved you with an everlasting love. It means it never will go away. It'll never run dry. It'll never go empty. It's always gushing and flowing. I don't know if you've ever been to Niagara Falls. I got to go one time and you look at this powerful, powerful force of water and you're looking at it and you're just amazed. And this thought comes to you quite quickly. This thing is never running dry. (laughs) How much more almighty God's love for you. So we keep the faith, we stir the hope, and we receive the love. And as I pray for you right now, I just want to encourage you to just, you know, palms up, you know, hands out, palms up of just going, Lord, I want to, I want to receive your love and really receive it at the core of who you are in, in your heart. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going to pray for all of us now. So, Lord, thank you for every person uh, listening to this podcast. God, I pray that we would have a moment with you right now. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would just pour your love into each person now, into their hearts by your Holy Spirit. Would you would remind us over and over and over again, nothing... Nothing can separate us from the love of God that's found in Christ Jesus. So God, encourage us. Give us the strength to keep the faith. Give us the perseverance to stir the hope. And Lord, just soften our hearts. Lead us to that place to receive your love. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, so good, so good. Uh, Boy, if you know somebody that you think is going through a rough patch of feeling lost, why don't you just uh, pass on this podcast or or text them and direct them to the website, uh, www.tomoleary.org, T-H-O-M-O-Leary.org. And uh, that'll get all the messages, but certainly this one of when you're feeling lost. Uh, thank you so much. Again, if you're, you're able to, to donate, that is a tremendous blessing to keep this rolling. And I'm just so, so, so grateful. And never forget, okay, here we go. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.